everyone. You're listening to Ask a Badass HB, the segment of Heaving Bosoms where we spotlight listeners to chat about romance and everything that makes them truly badass. On Monday, March 2nd, we're giving you Ice Planet content. We're re-releasing our episode on Barbarian's Mate to celebrate the new podcast being made by Danny from Black Chicklet. If you haven't listened to the Ice Planet podcast, you are missing out. Danny is joined by a new guest each week to recap and discuss each and every one of the delicious books in the original Ice Planet Barbarian series. And there's going to be some people you know joining her. Tune in Monday for all the details. And now we have the one and only Jennifer R. Not only is she an infamous 2019 Reading Embrace finisher, but she's the only person to ever make Heaving Bosoms inspired handles. This Winston and craft brew lover enjoys puzzles, her dog, and ruling St. Louis as the soy candle queen. And we love her dearly. Without further ado, here's Jennifer R. listeners i'm here with jennifer r jennifer is you are you jennifer or jen um i go by either okay yeah usually jen my friends will call me jen great well i consider myself your friend so i will call you jen um jen has been a long time long time long time hb you might know her from such things as the signature heaving bosoms candles um, yes. Always surprised when orders come through Etsy and oddly flattered. <laughs> <laughs> um, you want to give a quick rundown of what the flavors, not flavors, you don't, don't eat them. HBs, please don't eat these candles. No, They're more and, for and smelling. You have to be careful with soy because a lot of people are like, oh, you can rub it into your skin and not all fragrances are skin safe. So. Oh, well, that is a good disclaimer. I never would have considered rubbing a candle into my skin, but I am glad you said that because maybe maybe somebody within the sound of our voices would have. So this is good info. Well, yeah. No, the big claim to fame is to soy candles when they first became popular besides for the whole uh, renewable resource, uh, yeah. green, you know, healthier burning and all this stuff was that uh, you can, it's soy based, it's soy, it's oil. And yeah. you can rub it into your skin. And and pretty much most of the fragrances that, that go in candles, a lot of, you know, you'll find in, in soap or lotion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But some fragrances just aren't skin safe. So it's always good to ask and not assume because like uh, you, you bought Cabin, right? Yes. Not skin safe. Oh, okay. Don't, you don't walk around wanting to smell like cedar. When it comes to the HB fragrances, you've got uh, Keeping a Badass, which is mm-hmm. Egyptian Amber, which is my bestseller. Mm-hmm. England Times, which is Bergamot and Ginger. Yes, also a good one. Uh, herbs, 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 which is lavender, sage, and rosemary. Although I might be switching that fragrance out, but it'll still be a lavender. Nice. And then still an herb. Yeah. And then um, what was the other one? Werves, which is the one I have. Werves, yeah. That was which one was that? Uh, oak it, moss, I think. Yes. Is the fragrance for that. And that hasn't been an overly popular one, so I'm debating switching that out. And then over the holidays, I did do Reindeer Mafia, but I was very just overwhelmed with my own existence and yes. didn't market it very well. So I'm hoping yeah. to be a little bit better about that. I have goals. 
Me too. <laughs> well, here, so HBs, uh, I'll put it in the show notes, but uh, you can buy Jen's candles. This is not the reason that Jen is doing this podcast, I don't think. <laughs> For, no. for, because of because we did not talk about it ahead of time. She's I not know. trying. She's not using me for candle sales. But I am going to put links to where you can buy these candles in the show notes, so that you can uh, have your very own HB candles at home. And somewhere in the uh, depths of the internet is a candle video of Melody and Ember opening up a box of candles. That is. 100% wholesome and great and worthwhile of your time. I you believe have. when she did that, I was like, oh my God. Because <laughs> it's just, it's, it's like a little side project that I work on. So I, mm-hmm. I'm always amazed when people come up to my table at events and they're like, oh, I'm so glad to see you here. Or whenever anybody's like a repeat customer. I'm a repeat customer because they smell awesome and the flavors are good. And I have never been as much of a hit at school as when I sent Santa Farts candles for the teacher gifts for Christmas. (laughs) So FYI, (laughs) those make great teacher gifts, everybody. And they smell like cookies. Yes, sugar cookies. Santa eats a lot of sugar cookies. That's what I hear. Um, it's my kid's number one candle also at our house, that we light a lot of candles, and uh, Santa farts gets burned all year round. Um, I have it year so, round. So Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing what a name can do for things. It's it's all in, in how you market or label something. Yeah. So it's it sugar is. cookies year round, but the minute I slap Santa farts on it, it's like, yeah, okay. because you can put it in your kitchen and somebody sees it and it makes them smile or laugh or whatever. And that's yeah. the number one reason I buy anything. Yeah. Another reason that HBs might know you is because you got a shout out today <laughs> or this week. <laughs> you are Jennifer R. from the very late <laughs> reading embrace shout out. <laughs> you know that I was so misunderstood. <laughs> As a person who was like accidentally in that entire thread on Twitter. <laughs> Me, uh, I had the best time finding gifs for that too. I feel so alone. But that was so funny because I, at the end of the year, I had one book left and I was like, oh, I could totally fudge it. And I was like, I have one book. And after Christmas, yeah. and I got through all the, the family obligations. I powered down and I read like... <laughs> five books in the last three days of the year and I filled out my embrace and and then you didn't get acknowledged yeah well and then I was looking in the group I you know I searched to to see like what other people were saying about the embrace and everything and somebody made some comment about be or be sure to email them in and so I like put my hand up and I was like wait we're supposed to email these (laughs) and somebody responded to my response with a laughing emoji and I was like um did I miss something? Does it, <laughs> so then I just what does that mean? Yeah, I was <laughs> like, say um, yes. Yep. So I just let it go. And then you come to find out you were supposed to email them in. But um, I I strictly did the reading embrace on the um, the spreadsheet, the online yeah. spreadsheet. And I'm yeah. even the anal retentive one that went in there and made sure everybody's stuff was centered. And <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your service. <laughs> I, whoever set it up was probably like, oh, that's me. <laughs> Oh, that was Leanne. <laughs> Leanne doesn't care, I don't think. Leanne, feel free to comment if you yeah, do care, like, but I'm pretty I, sure you don't I care. Get switched to nine point. And why is everybody centered? Yeah, everybody's was- rows are uniformly spaced. Yes, I understand. I am not that person, but I understand I'm already, I'm that already six books in. So the, ah! 
Yeah. You know what? I This is the first year that, well, I've been talking to so many people who read differently than me. Like uh-huh. before it was like, maybe I read books and then I don't know. And sometimes I finish them and sometimes I don't. And who knows? But this year I'm actually tracking them on Goodreads because so many people are like, yeah, I read this many books. I'm like, I wonder how many books I read. And so this is the first year that I'm actually tracking my reading, which has been kind of an interesting Thing. And I always track, like, I, you know, I rate everything at like a three, unless I mm-hmm. really like it. Or oh, I don't it. rate them. No, I don't do that. Um, I'm just keeping track of how many books I read. That's well, my, that's my step. This is my, this is my, um, my, uh, what is it called? My breaking in point. Okay. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep track of them. But do you, you rate everything? Um, I do. Most everything gets a three because, I mean, unless it, it stands out, like there, there were a few books last year that I was like, that was really good or when I'm pleasantly surprised. Um, and I'm really stingy with my five stars. So, so. I think unless, so usually I'll rate books um, for authors that I know because I know, especially like HB authors that I, I'll definitely rate their books, especially if they're a newer author that really could use the extra ratings. But I hardly ever rate anything. But part of it is because, like, I, I don't like to tell people that I like stuff. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, I love this book and I'm going to tell you that I love it. And you're going to be like, you loved that book? <laughs> I don't think anyone's actually going to do that, but it's just how I think about it. <laughs> I mean, I have, I have some books that, that I love. I had some books that I didn't like that like Aaron and Melody loved. And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) no, I've DNF'd books that they've loved before because it's just, it's either too much of one thing or (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm over here reading Wall of Winnipeg, so I totally understand. Um, I think I did a re-listen on that at one point because it's available on Hoopla. And sometimes I'll go back and listen to something on audio strictly for like the comfort factor. Yeah, yeah. I I, I reread a lot of books for comfort because especially if it's a very um, like angsty time in my life where I have a lot of stress happening. Yeah. It's just good to read something and just sink into it and know that it's going to be good and know that I'm going to like it and know that it's going to end well. I mean, that's the reason I read romance anyway. You know, you can sink into this thing and it can be stressful, but you know it's going to be good on the end. So it's going to be fine. Well, especially if it was something you were like, like the first Penny Reed I ever read Mm -hmm. was Spirit Science. Yeah. And I mean, I hate to say it, but none of them have ever just like given me the feels as much as Beard Saints did. Although I love her reading her like her stuff, and she's a, she's an auto buy for me. Yeah, nothing's ever like got me that excited. Yeah, I, I loved Beard I Science. I don't know if it's my favorite. I can't decide. Well, I I liked, uh, I liked a couple of the sports ones she did. The her yeah, Peter, and then um, the one where they actually managed to flip around the one guy and turn him from a total asshole. Yeah, uh, guy who followed the girl to the yoga camp. Uh, uh, yes, uh, Sean. Yes, that one. I've that heard that. Sean. That's a lot of people's favorite rugby book. Yes. I have this. I know that it's bad. I and I know that a lot of people hate Ronan, but I actually really like the Hooker and the Hermit, and I read reread that oh. one a lot. And no, I think I, it's probably because one. of um, how much Annie loves croissants. <laughs> Or I'm a, cl- a Claire's, I mean, because it's me. <laughs> I, I've i never heard so many better descriptions of pastries than there were in that book. <laughs> I'm trying to, the book that I'm reading right now, Billionaire's uh, Call Girl. Oh, I, don't, I haven't read that one. 
Um, it was available on, I had bought it a while ago and it was also available on Hoopla. And usually if I, I try and match up my audio with my reading so I can get the book through the book that much quicker. Yeah. But I'm also doing a jigsaw puzzle right now. So <gasps> I will stand around and do the jigsaw puzzle and listen to audiobooks. And I just listened to that one. And she is a baker. Oh, I probably need to read it. She has a, a shop called Cookie Madness and she has like cookies for like whatever oddball day it is if it's like yes is it like in waitress is it like in waitress where she has a pie for every feeling and time of your life not necessarily feeling but yeah (laughs) something that's more of like we're going to celebrate this oddball day yes love it it's porcupine day so so billionaire's call girl and see the thing about a title like that Uh i would never buy that right until somebody tells me this is a good book, Natalie. You should buy that. And then I would buy it. Well, and I'll look and see if I can loan it to you. Because I yeah. think that that might be one of those ones that's loan- loanable through Kindle. I love but... when that happens, don't you? Yeah. Um, can I tell you about the jigsaw puzzle that I just finished? Sure. I got, so I went, I had a very stressful week last week. And I, um, I love doing jigsaw puzzles I love doing them in general, but I haven't done them in a long time because my kids are so little. It's like, don't touch these pieces, please, you know, for so long. And now we're we're good. And I needed to, like, shut my brain off, you know, and just focus on something else. And um, I got a puzzle that was a depiction of the women, Women's March uh-huh. and uh, in D.C., and it had all of these amazing quotes on it and pictures and um, images of women and famous uh, women who have fought for equality and Gloria Steinem quotes. And it just was is the coolest pu- puzzle. And it was like a thousand pieces. And I was very stressed out when I first dumped all the pieces out. And then it just I like sunk into it. And it was so great. And it was like really uplifting and fun to, to do and see at the end. So really- did you like lacquer it and keep it <laughs> i definitely kept it and i'm gonna do it again sometime but no i do i did not lacquer it but it, i took some pictures of it and i took little pictures of like my favorite faces in um, it because they just had some really cool interesting women that they depicted of like there was ever there was literally every kind of woman full representation Exactly. It was great. And it was and I looked a little bit into the company. It's a women's owned company that I bought it at Target, but it is a women's owned company that produced the puzzle, which was kind of neat. Just in case you're wondering, uh, Jen and I talked for like 10 (laughs) minutes prior to starting this interview. So in case we reference a topic you're not familiar with it, just go with it. Just go with it, listener. We've been on some journeys tonight. We have talked about a lot of subjects. Not really a lot of romance, but that's okay okay, because I have really loved all of it. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm so excited about this because I know you're going to ask me how I got into romance. Yeah. And um, let's do that part right now. (laughs) (laughs) I um. My grandmother, I used to stay with her in the summers for like six weeks during the summer. So my mom could, uh, my brother would go stay with his dad. I'd go stay with my grandmother and my grandmother worked at a dress shop part time. So, and, uh, so she would work there part time and I guess she felt bad about leaving me alone during the day and just watching TV. So she would go to the thrift store and she would buy like a, a, um, a grocery bag, paper bag full of Harlequin romances. Oh Yeah. So I could not tell you the plots or anything of any of those books, but I still like, I would, I would tell my grandmother up until I was, before she passed away, 
um, I would just be like, you know, you're the reason I'm single, Nana. I just cannot find anybody to not talk to those heroes in those books. And, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but I just, yeah, it just these stupid little books. And I don't remember any of them. And I was yeah. trying to think about this, like what I do remember reading, because I think uh, then, you know, I started reading through whatever my mom had. And my mom had Daniel Steele and mm-hmm. she had Kathleen Woodowis. And, um, and I don't think anybody's mentioned this yet. I don't know how, what you're lag time is between releasing but has anybody mentioned Jackie Collins we haven't talked about Jackie Collins which I think is very interesting because she's kind of like Nora Roberts level right um you know she had uh I I think I want to say the main character was Lucky Santangelo or Santangelo Santangelo and um I remember at the time they were pretty racy and ballsy and you know she was kind of a badass when it came to like wanting to be this woman that dominates in the business world and and uh, just like her, uh, I remember her being uh, just, yeah, she owned her, she owned her sexuality. Yeah. I don't remember anything specifically. I just remember them being, for the time, they were very racy. And honestly, if you went back and read them now, I don't know how well they would hold up <laughs> through, through that lens of, <laughs> yeah. if you're like, what? But I remember reading those. How do you uh, feel about a lightning round? Um, sure. <laughs> and, you know, I haven't checked the list of what I sent you, so don't be surprised if I change my answers because I already know that I'm changing my condiment because I don't even remember. I probably put, like, yellow mustard before. Okay. Well, good, because I also have some new questions. Okay, let's go. Do you have a go-to snack? Currently, pistachios. You know what? Have you bought the um, little packs of unshelled pistachios? No, because a part of the fun of pistachios like- yes. is unshelling. I understand. Um, so um, my husband loves pistachios and I bought him. I was like, oh, this will be great. I can buy him the unshelled pistachios. And he said the same thing. He was like, you know, this, this is not as satisfying. Yeah. Like, I think if you bought Fine. somebody like a bag of flower seeds without the yeah. shells on them, they'd be like, what? <laughs> there's, there's something about the process of getting to it. Whereas it's like, that's why I don't like um, I, I don't like buffalo wings because it's oh, uh-huh. too much work and it's too yes. easy. For yep. a little, little payoff, tiny so. amount. Yeah, yeah. Love and a bone. Lo- love a boneless wing, aka just chicken nuggets. Love yeah. those. And though. I'm like ninety percent vegetarian, so oh. <laughs> it's like, yep. it's like not, <laughs> not worthwhile for you in any way. <laughs> but if you go to the fair and it's like I got to eat a turkey bag. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. In a related question, what is your favorite carb? I really like a good bread. Yeah. Um, on sandwiches, I love ciabatta or like mm-hmm. a really just a good wheat. Are you an Aaron or a Melody? I would think I'm a solid combination of the two. A ni- nice Venn diagram. There's lots of Venn diagrams out there in HBs from what I yeah. understand. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't go full tits out, but I've been known to I, – I tend to be the more outspoken mm-hmm. of my friends. But um, I tend to also be reserved at times. So And over- <laughs> like, what? I can't believe Can- you did that. Jen contains multitudes. Do you have any advice that you would give to your younger self? I have all kinds of advice I would give to my younger self. Uh, don't be such a drama queen. Uh-huh. Don't worry so much. I think yeah. I've worried entirely too much. Um, I was a little in my 20s. I was a little dramatic. And then, oh, and you know what? I think I fully underestimated myself for the longest time. I totally um, understand that feeling. Especially when it came to like um, doing job like... I wanted, I was in retail for a really long time and I wanted out of retail so bad. And I never really appreciated the the skills that I was picking up or 
I just, I never really correlated like project management. Yeah. Everybody always wants these kinds of experience and you don't, you don't realize the things that you do because you're just there doing a job. And unless you're right. working in a really good place where they give you positive feedback. Well, and I think people like shit all over people who work retail. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? And it's one of the hardest jobs. If you were going to bing, boom, bong something, what would it be? Uh, candle making. Candle making? Well, soy candle. Because there's, there's a difference. Which yeah, I'm sure there is. There has to be. Beeswax. Yeah. <laughs> <Fair>. okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> uh Do you have a favorite smell? This is a great question for you because you deal with smells a lot. Um, for my home, I go more green. Like during the holidays, uh, you've got white birch, right? Yes. I love that candle. Yeah. I it's love a, the white it's birch. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I burn eucalyptus and lavender mostly. Mm-hmm. Yum. So, I'm a cinnamon but... candle gal. Like cinnamon is my go-to candle. It's, really? I'll yes. Oh, <laughs> it is. I, I burn cinnamon candles all year round and they are like, it's, I don't know why it's just, for me, it feels very warm and homey and welcoming. Yeah. When you smell cinnamon. I don't know. We why. have this one fragrance called Amish Harvest that mm. um, I start pouring in July for the fall candles. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, I just said, it's the description is, is really vague from my vendor and it says uh, vanilla dried fruit and fall spices. Mm-hmm. So I think there's probably like some cinnamon and some clove and there's definitely mm-hmm. vanilla, but it's just, it's like you walk in and it smells like somebody's been baking, but you really can't identify exactly what they've been baking. Mm-hmm. Like cookies, it could have been cake. It could have just been a bunch of stuff. And it's just this really light, homey, like somebody baked something earlier today. Yeah. It's, it's kind of still hanging in the air. Love I it. Love I want to smell like snacks all the time. That's what I want to smell See? like. Everybody's always like, why don't you do a bacon scented candle? I'm like, well, it's like Pavlov's dog. If I smell bacon, I want to eat it. So I would only like bacon like while I'm eating it. The smells, right? And then yeah. I want it to be gone out of my house. Oh, yeah. So I don't think a bacon candle would be for me because I'd yeah. be like, okay, though, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's certain things. I live um, I live really close to Anheuser-Busch Brewery. Oh, okay. I know and, exactly where that is. Yeah, because I live in Soulard. You know mm-hmm. that neighborhood. Yes. And so I'll walk out of my house every once in a while and, and right across the highway is um, a restaurant called Bogart's and mm-hmm. it's a barbecue place. And every once in a while when the wind is right and the temperature is right, <laughs> I can smell Bogart's and Anheuser Bush. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, it's going to be a good day. <laughs> it's a great day in St. Louis, everybody. Barbecue <laughs> <laughs> and beer. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Okay. If if you could dispense one condiment from your belly button, what would it be? <laughs> okay, I've thought about this. Uh-huh. Um, I don't really know if it's necessarily a condiment as much as an all-purpose <laughs> yeah. utilitarian liquid. I would go with white vinegar. So, yeah, did you listen to the episode with Holly? Because that's what she- somebody threw out balsamic. I remember. So yes, Ann C said she balsamic because tasty, but also good for sword fight scenes uh and special effects holly definitely is along the lines of white vinegar as well what are your reasonings for white vinegar i'm going and i don't know why i don't remember anybody saying this i'm going full-blown utilitarian because Mm -hmm. i use it as a fabric softener i use it to clean things i use it to clean vegetables i add it to dressings um if i were like all up in farm girl action i'd be making my own ketchup and mustard with it you could pickle things (laughs) instant pickling Yes. 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 Oh, cold pickling. Yes. So yeah. 
I yes, I'm going with the utilitarian, multi-purpose. You make what you like from it. Yeah, um, absolutely. I think <laughs> I I was I can't remember what who I was talking to, but well, she she, she said. We, her and I had a discussion of how people like fall into two categories, either A, useful, or B, favorite thing to put on food. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like some people are thinking along the lines of useful and and if you and if you fall into that, she said, and if you fall into that category, then that's 100% white vinegar because you could do this or what she chose eventually, I think, was spicy mustard. Yeah, I couldn't. Think of anything that I always particularly put on food. Like I'll use hummus as a spread in sandwiches a lot. Melody said hummus. But it's, you know, it's. The dispensing is problematic with hummus. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't look attractive. (laughs) um, I I mean, which of these things really would look attractive if we're really getting down to brass tacks here? (laughs) Yeah. Because then you'd be like, well, okay, I'm off hummus now. Let's go with pot hooch. And (laughs) I mean, they're just being like all kinds of, yeah. Yeah. I do like just a good yellow mustard, Mm -hmm. but I don't put it on everything. And I tend yeah. not to put mayonnaise on things because I, on, on principle, I think mayonnaise is gross. Yes, and it is gross. You're right. I will typically ask people to substitute like mustard for mayonnaise, but if it shows up on my sandwich, I don't send it back. I eat it. I'm like, this is good. So I have been uh, growing as a human being and an adult. And uh, like if a sandwich comes with a condiment on it. Even uh-huh. if it is not my preferred condiment, I will still eat it because that is what the creator of that sandwich pictured when they put that sandwich together. You know what I mean? Yeah. So even if it's mayonnaise, ugh, I mean, sometimes it if, it's an, it's if it's an aioli, I will eat it all the time. Oh, yeah. If it's just straight up mayonnaise, I will ask for it on the side and almost never put it on. Uh but, yeah, I would put it on the side, or if it came on the sandwich, I would probably take the bun off and scrape, scrape it off as because... much as most of it because usually it's too much. It is. It's Why too do much. I need this much mayonnaise? Nobody you does. You don't. don't. You take some of it off, use it as a skin conditioner. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, because I would have the smell. The See, smell is mayonnaise. Most... Mayonnaise is the multi-purpose s- as well. <laughs> the smell for me, I've heard people putting mayonnaise like a mayonnaise mask in their hair. In their hair, yeah, the oil is really good for you. Um, I, I'm, you know I'm just never going to do that. What? Um, Crisco is a moisturizer. Okay. Why I'm would you pick Crisco versus coconut oil? Um, well, you can go either way. Some people might be sensitive to coconut oil. Some people may not like the smell of coconut oil. Mm-hmm. But like Crisco is a vegetable-based oil. It is fragrance-free. Yeah. And it, it elbows, toes, anywhere. Huh. Literally. You know what anywhere. I think about like I said, is my the, <laughs> <laughs> the episode of um, Seinfeld where Kramer is basting himself in butter to get a better tan. That's what that made me think of. I don't know if you've ever seen that episode. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure I've seen at least all of those episodes at least once. Some of them just don't stand out as well. The one that the one Seinfeld that that stands out the best to me was um, standing in line for the cinnamon vodka at Thanksgiving. Oh yes, Jerry talking about the black and white and how fantastic it was and living in perfect harmony and he got the poison. (laughs) (laughs) I have um, one of my uh, summer. It's not really a good summer thing to bake, but um, one of my summer goals is to make a babka, um, and we'll see how it goes. There's a special kind of science involved in baking that I've just never, like, I'm horrible at following recipes, and I think part of it is um, 
organization. Mm-hmm. Like, I can now appreciate why when you're watching cooking, show, cooking shows, everybody has all their stuff in their little separate containers and they have it all prepared out. Because if you don't do that, you find yourself kind of rushing around. I did yeah. um, plate it. Mm-hmm. And, um, which, you know, is one of those, those boxes. Like a meal prep yeah. kit. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it, great idea, but for the single person, it's, it's not cost effective. Yeah. And I could see that. produce a lot of waste. I know that those companies go out of their way to, to do stuff that, to make it less waste, but it just, it seemed pretty wasteful to me. Yeah. But, like I don't have all the stuff for doing these things. And yeah. although I did make, um, chicken piccata. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a tenderizer. So instead they're like, well, just wrap it in plastic and feed it with a pan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which works. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it was nice to have all the stuff pre-measured and just able to like dump in. So now it makes, like- I, I, so I do a lot of cooking and a lot of baking and it makes me a better cook if I do that. Yeah. I'm not flipping around and, 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 you know, so I, a lot of times will. So now the thing I do is I read the recipe all the way through one yes. time. That is very <laughs> yes. Especially when you're supposed to like have liquid. Yep. And, yeah. Put two tablespoons of this into yeah, this and save the rest the for later. Yes. Uh, yeah. I have burned myself more than once figuratively, figuratively and literally doing things like that. And, uh, and so now I read it through at least one time and then prep things and then cook them. And it usually 90% of the time works out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The candles took over the counters in my kitchen for the longest time. So I got off cooking a little bit, but I used to really enjoy it. And one of my favorite recipes is this black bean soup recipe. And I think the reason I like it so much is because it's the first time I had ever read anything that talked about, taking a can of chipotles and adobo sauce mm-hmm. and running them through the blender and oh, okay. saving that mixture in like a glass container in your refrigerator and just putting a tablespoon in things. Yeah. So you put it in your black bean soup and um, any type of recipe, like you put it in a sour cream or, you know, whatever yeah. to just kind yeah. of spice things up. And so I was doing that for a while. And one of my favorite accidental recipes was, um, oh shoot, what what's this? Alfredo? Uh-huh. You can pretty much mix anything in Alfredo yeah. sauce. So um, I would I put it in Alfredo sauce and I put it over uh, spaghetti squash with, I had, I had cubed ham for some reason. I have no idea why. And um, like cherry tomatoes. Sounds great. It was quite Sign tasty. me up. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Don't know if I could repeat that recipe if I tried. <laughs> and I have a lot of things like that where I'm like, uh, you know, trash can soup. Here's all the vegetables in my fridge. Well, Jen, thank you so much for doing this with me. Hey, thank this you. This was, was awesome. I was, was looking forward like, to it. <laughs> we covered so many awesome topics today and I really loved it. And I'm so glad it worked out. And I'm so glad that we did all of the conversation about it on Twitter. So it will forever <laughs> live on. <laughs> On it's Twitter. There. It's there. <laughs> if anybody wants to go back and see my little staring out, staring out, waiting for my, waiting for my Jen R finished her reading. Today is the day. No, yesterday <laughs> was the day. The shout out happened. You have been acknowledged. Um, well, so I am so glad we got to do this. And we will, I, I don't remember if you're coming to KissCon, but we will see each other in person yeah, we don't live that far away. About the geriatric dog, so oh yes, mm-hmm. yeah, can't I make think... long term plans. I understand. Yeah. So because mm-hmm. that's we are, we are going to meet halfway and have a beer. Yes, I will see you in person. It's going to happen because when is KissCon? It's April. April, and you can beer con it, which is what there are many HBs doing. 
Yeah, I mean, I figured if anything, I would just Bar come up there for the weekend and just hang out at one of the meetups yeah. or something because I don't yes. do the con itself. I thought that last year and I regretted it, but I definitely think that there are plenty of HBs doing that this year. At least well, five that I can think of. I'm so happy that we You're did gonna this. You're going to have so much fun editing. <laughs> I, well, we'll see. <laughs> Maybe I'll put a little bonus uh, episode for Patreon of yeah. some of the stuff that we talked about. Maybe Just I'll put a little bonus of, <laughs> here's a little bonus episode of where you should eat in St. Louis. <laughs> All okay. the places that Natalie and Jen talked about in St. Louis that I'll put a little episode. About a little map. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, these are other places that you should try. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Jen, keep being a badass and love oh, yourself you. You <laughs> as much as you love heaving bosoms. Yay! Hey. <laughs> Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars... Then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah! Lilas! Okay, back to the show.